Okay. Mishnah Ches and Tes. Perkei Mishnah Ches and Tes. Both talk about somebody who's buying oil, buying wine. The first case that we talk about is that uh, you have a kli that you're pouring it into. The kli doesn't belong to either the mocher or the lokeach. It's a borrowed kli. And uh, while the kli is, uh, is while the, the oil is in the kli, so the price changes, one of them wants to back out of the deal. So the halacha is, is that up until the barrel is filled, the barrel is considered to be lent, uh, lent to the mocher, and the stuff is still bershusta mocher, and therefore, uh, if anybody wants to back out, you could still back out at that point. However, uh, once it's full, it's full, then the kli is considered to be lent to the lokeach, those are the terms of the agreement, implicit terms of the agreement, and once it's in the lokeach's kli, so then you can't back out anymore. That's halacha number one that you have in the Mishnah over here. Uh, halacha number two is, let's say that it's not into a kli that's lent out to the lokeach, but you have, uh, you have an agent who's pouring and delivering, and uh, you pour all, he pours all the, the oil, or has it poured into his kalim, and he's going to deliver it, and uh, it's all full, and then it cracks, it breaks, and he loses all the oil. So halacha is, is that this agent, since he took it into his rishos, so he's achroi for it. It's, uh, and therefore, whatever, whatever broke, it's his loss. And since he didn't give it to Lokeach yet, the one he has to pay is the mocher. He's considered to be the shliach of the mocher at this point, and not the shliach of Lokeach. So that's point number two. Point number three, when you're selling oil or wine, and you pour out of the midah, you pour out of the measuring uh, utensil. So when you pour it into the kemalokeach, after you empty it, you have to wait until there are three drips. That's considered to be done. If you give three drips after it's all empty, and then more congeals on the bottom, or more uh, comes together on the bottom, that's fine because the lokeach was mvatar on that. However, this is all talking about a balabayas. But a chenveni, who's very busy, so he's not expected to give the three extra drips. And uh, Rabbi Yehuda says that he is, except uh, for close to Shabbos on Erev Shabbos, but the Allah is like the Tanakama, that a chenveni is not uh, expected to give the three extra drips. And the uh, lokech is mavatar on that. So that's all in Mishnah Ches. Somebody who sells wine or shemen to his friend, they go up and down in price. Somebody wants to back out. We're talking about kalim, which are shaulim. If they're not shaulim, then it goes by uh, goes into the lokech's kalim. So whatever is in the kalim, so he can't back out on. But these are kalim shaulim. So im mecher. It still belongs to mecher, and then anybody can pull out. But once the midah is all full, then it belongs to Lekeach and no one can pull out. Next case, if there's an agent who fills it up in his kalim, so it's the sarsers achrayis. And the balabayas has to give three extra drips after he empties out the midah. Hirchina Umitsa, if the Kli, after he gave the three drips, was put on its side and uh, it pools, and you see there's more stuff in there. Sariusha Mecher belongs to the Mecher because the Lakeach was Mavatar on it. 
so the shopkeeper it's not expected because he's always busy Rabbi Huda says no just Erev Shabbos but the rest of the time he has to give the three drips and uh, only then he's considered to have emptied the kalim that's Mishnah Ches alright Mishnah Tess is talking about some guy who wants to pick up his wine pick up his shemen he sends a barrel and some money with his kid and the kid gives the barrel, they fill the barrel up, and they give the kid change for his money. The kid comes back and he uh, trips and breaks the barrel and loses all of the oil. And he also loses the money because he's a kid. So the halacha is that the shopkeeper is chayiv. Why? Because since he took the money, he took the money before he gave the change, and he took, and he put, and he took the barrel and put the, and put the oil in the barrel, and then he gave it to the kid. He wasn't allowed to do that. He had to give it to a bendas to send back to the father. But Yehuda argues and says, "Listen, you sent your kid, so you But the chachamim argue we pass him like the chachamim. Everybody agrees, though, that if the chenveni never took the money or he never took the kli at all, he just dumped the stuff in while the kid still had everything his rishos. So then, in that case, the chenveni is not high for anything." As Mishnah tests, somebody who sends his son to a to shopkeeper, and he has a larger denomination coin, two Isrim in a Punyan, and he measures out Shemen of an Isr, and he gives him back an Isr. The kid then goes about breaking the uh, bottle and he, and he loses the Isr. The Chenveni is Chayev, it was his problem. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says he's Pater. Because it's obvious that he was Mavater by sending his kid. He expected the kid to bring him back and to take the money. That if the kid had the Sluchas uh, and he just measured and he uh, poured the wine or the oil into the kalim while the kid still had it, so he never took possession of the barrel and never gave it back to the kid, then Chenveni Pater, the Chenveni is Pater, Bez Hashem, tomorrow we continue with Mishri Yud.